Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tim Murray is, of course... The host of V-Sin's Primetime Live, airing from 6 until 9 Eastern. He's also on Twitter, at one Tim Murray. Tim, let's see, where do I want to start? Let's start here. Does Michigan owe us an apology? Because (laughs) in reality, I think Georgia was going to do to Michigan, maybe not 65 to 7, but it was going to be Alabama, Notre Dame again. And I think we all would have felt better about watching Michigan get beat like that than we do Tennessee or TCU. Like with TCU, there did seem to be like a, okay, is this bullying? Like when when Georgia went all the way to third down just to see if they could challenge themselves to throw a touchdown pass, like that mm. was when you really felt like this really is bullying. How great is it also just to watch Cinderella die? Like I'm just someone that just enjoys it. Like, well, go down. I, look, I, I said with you guys last week, this was shaping up to be just glorious betting opportunity um because look we see this story and unfortunately now look we get it every once in a while but in real life you know the mighty ducks lose nine to nothing to the hawks and in real life we used the example of d3 when they played the varsity when the freshman team played the varsity the disney movies the the game where the freshman team wins the reality is what the varsity did to them the first game they cared Right. And, you know, at the end of the day, the national championship was Ohio State against Georgia. And Georgia was able to come from 14 down and withstand a field goal attempt as time expired. And, you know, it was uh, it was a it was a really big day, a banner day for Ari Wasserman and Mm -hmm. folks who say stars stars matter. matter because they do. And. You know, and this isn't a knock on TCU, and I, I, I don't, I don't think it's fair for people to say, you know, TCU stinks and didn't belong. Look, they beat Michigan. I mean, they beat them fair and square. I mean, it, it's not TCU's fault. 
that J.J. McCarthy threw two interceptions that got returned for a touchdown and that they fumbled at the goal line and a turnover was a touchdown was overturned and that, you know, for some reason they wanted to run the Philly special, you know, on fourth and two, which uh, I'm convinced now. I don't know if you guys said it, but somebody said I, I had to laugh out loud. It's called the Philly special because it's the only time it ever works, apparently, was that Super Bowl. But, look, Georgia is just elite, man, and – They've been recruiting at an elite level, and I felt like they got their scare, and they were not going to let that happen again. And basically, the one mistake they made all night was a blown coverage on you know uh, Quentin Johnston going across the middle, and um, you know they they had a wide open guy go down the sideline and ultimately scored on that drive. Outside of that, I mean, they were perfect. They really were. I mean, it was. A flawless performance, and I think if they played that way against Ohio State, they probably win by double digits. I mean, they were perfect last night. To me, like that was the biggest difference because I think the new definition of a Rorschach test is what do you think of Stetson Bennett? Um, and to me, the reason why I say that is I thought the difference between – I thought Stetson Bennett in the fourth quarter of the Ohio State game stopped making mistakes. But the reason why they were in the position that they were and they didn't, you know, that they had to come from behind is because he did make a bunch of mistakes early in the game. Last night you saw, I mean, it was very obvious. Like he had all day to throw, and it's just yeah. like there was there was no mistake really for him to make last night. No, and and I'm not saying that Kendra Miller for TCU would have made a difference, but you know something that I said about my on my show last night as we were leading up to the coverage or to kickoff, I should say, was look TCU can't afford to have any of their best players out. I mean Georgia can, right? I mean Darnell Washington ultimately played and Lad McConkey played, which was just kind of icing on the cake, but. They were able to come back against Ohio State with Darnell Washington sideline, with their right tackle sideline, with Lad McConkey essentially being a statue out there. And they still won the game against arguably the second most talented team in the country. Now, I know they dealt with injuries too. Marvin Harrison Jr. obviously got hurt in that game. But when you have a guy who rushes for 1,400 yards and 17 touchdowns sideline for TCU, it's got to hurt you a little bit. And well, especially when you consider that Georgia's entire plan was, other than, like we mentioned, the busted coverage. Yes, it was just take they, Quentin yeah. Johnston out and, and don't let Duggan run. And, and I thought it was, and, and once again, kind of going back to the gambling sides of things, and I, I didn't bet these, so I, I was kind of kicking myself, but we talked about it because we were just talking about all the different props that were out there. And the two props or actually one of the biggest, pop, most popular props at BetMGM um, was Max, Max Duggan over rushing yards, which was, I think, set at 33 and a half. And, and I didn't play it, so I'm not going to you know say, oh, I'm so smart. But you, you had to remember two things. One, sacks count against your rushing yards in college yep. football. Two, do you really think Georgia and that staff was going to allow Max Duggan who utilized his legs for seven first downs against Michigan. You think they were going to allow that dude to do that? If he was going to beat him, it was going to be through the air. I actually think if Kendra Miller played, not saying they would have won the game, obviously, but I think they would have had much more success running the ball because DeMarcado, when they scored that touchdown in the lone touchdown, he actually was able to got some push. He got four or five yards of pop, but 
they just, I mean, his season high in carries came against Michigan with 17. He was a guy that averaged like eight to 10 carries a game, and he just couldn't be the bell cow. So, you know, Georgia, you got to applaud them for, for basically saying, okay, they've got a first-round pick in Quentin Johnston. He's not going to beat us. And they've got a Heisman finalist in Max Duggan. He's not going to beat us. Do what you will everywhere else. And they, they couldn't. I think the other key was... I think we were reminded also, at least I was, Max Duggan has not his entire career been the player that he's been this year. He's had a phenomenal year, and he's been really good. But Wasn't that, the starter coming out of camp. I mean, Chandler Morris beat him out, and and yeah. he even admitted, he's like, I got beaten out. Like, he, he didn't even really make excuses for it. But, I mean, that looked like the Max Duggan that I've seen the last two years. And I just, I, I yeah, I, I don't know what you're going to do when – you know, when Quentin Johnston, who is going to be a first-round pick, they they bracket him. I mean, the blown coverage, they doubled, right? He he went, it was a wheel route, and he came in, and the two Georgia defenders were like, don't let him get the ball, yeah. and that's what led to the blown coverage. But, I mean, outside of that, it, it was, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, and I compared it, I think I compared it with you guys to the, to the game that I attended, you know, Notre Dame-Alabama in 2012, and I felt like there were some similarities to that game where there was a belief from the public over time, hey, this is a team of destiny, and oh, you know, they, they can do it, right? You know, Alabama's got some vulnerabilities. We've seen it. You know, Alabama that year kind of, I don't want to say backdoored their way in, but Kansas State lost and Oregon lost, so it kind of opened up the door for them to get in. So people, even though they had won the title the year before, you know, people weren't fully buying in to that Alabama team in 2012. And it kind of felt like that was the case this year, right? Well, you know, they didn't play well against Kentucky at all. They almost lost at Missouri and they should have lost to Ohio State. But at the end of the day, you know, you looked at their biggest games, Tennessee, the SEC championship, Oregon to open the season. They they destroyed those teams. And, and Ohio State was a, in the eyes of odds makers, was the best team in the country, some odds makers, I won't say all, but in the eyes of a couple odds makers that I know, Ohio and pro, State. And pro football focused, you see that? Oh, God. They're the, I mean, they're the national title I mean, champion dude, this what, year. what are we doing? I mean, look, I, I like PFF. I, I've I got friends who work there, but, like, dude, you can't put that out. Like, you just, well, like, you, is it the joke you, on us? Re, redo the numbers. Well, they also had Air Force as, like, number four in the country. I okay? still think the joke's on us because, like, that's the most PFF has gotten, most exposure they've gotten this year for college football. I mean, to, to come out after Georgia wins by 58 points and to say that Ohio State, look, Ohio State would have won the national championship last night if they had beaten Georgia. If 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 uh, Ruggles' kick goes in, they win by double digits last night. I mean, I am absolutely convinced. However, Georgia did win that game and ultimately won the national title by 58. I, I do think the hilarity <laughs> of that. What a statement. They won by Air, 58. Yeah. Well, Air, Air Force, by the way, I just quick aside, Air Force and Minnesota being top five teams, I'm, you might want to go back to the lab and say, maybe we need to tinker some things the, here. The if those two teams are they in were our rowing top the five. boat a lot harder than you thought to this year. <laughs> they didn't right, even Tim? cover their damn bowl game against Syracuse. Right, well, so, Feisty Syracuse. Way, first off, if you were on M- Minnesota, you didn't deserve to cover anyway. And, yes, it was heroic, but the pick six by Schrader, that flipped the whole game. 
Well, this is a good segue for my. By the next. way, I didn't. I did not think that we were going to uh, bring up the pinstripe bowl. But yes. hey, here we are. Yeah. When you have an opportunity to do so, you must. No. Last but, thing though, on, on I want to ask you though about Ohio State. There, I was thinking about this. If you're a Ohio State fan, and admittedly you've had to you're watch sick to your stomach, are you also a little more apprehensive about Ryan Day? Because on the one hand, you can sit there and go. Look at what he did to Georgia. He made Georgia more, like, legitimately uncomfortable than any team has done other than Alabama in last year's SEC title game. But on the other hand, I'm also sitting there going, man, this guy turtles in big games. Like, I, I, and if you're Ohio State, it's not about winning, you know, the Big Ten, you know, winning the Big Ten East. Like, I, I think that could make me Don't feel worse Don't tell that to Woody Hayes. Well, that's a good point. You got to, well, first of all, the Big Ten East didn't yeah, exists with Woody Hayes. But winning but, the Big Ten East is winning yes. the Big Ten. I I don't know. Like I can see where that doesn't make me feel great about Ryan Day. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, you know, Crimey River, Ohio State fans, that you guys have lost what five games or six games in the tenure of Ryan Day, and you guys are oh, you, you know, Ryan Day, you know, we're we're bummed out about him. Yeah, whatever. I mean, um, I, I do think I, I thought his game plan was was great against Georgia, and uh, you know, they've lost two in a row to Michigan, so I'm sure that'll be on their minds moving forward, but, you know, Marvin Harrison's coming back next year, and, uh, you know, Agbuka's coming back next year. They're, they'll be fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not too I'm not too worried about uh, Buckeye get, Nation. They'll get back up on the horse. Well, let's yeah. wrap it up like this, yeah. Tim. Big picture. Um, best I can tell, the last time there was a three-peat national champion. I think was, it was Minnesota. Yes, like Minnesota the, yeah. in 1934, 35, and 36. So we are – Essentially, uh, ninety years removed from a three-peat football uh, college football champion. Obviously, there was that whole scene. We were only one-time World War champions at that point. <laughs> yes, um, we've uh, obviously the the clip that's gone around uh, of you know David Pollock at halftime, basically yeah. saying this is George's <laughs> world now oh, and Saban's face. Um, is this George's world now? Like, do you? I mean, obviously they're. Very clearly, they've got. It feels like to me we we talked about the system at Alabama. I'm not I'm not here to declare Alabama dead, but it very clearly feels like Georgia is the one with the well oiled the the wellest oiled machine, if you will, the best oiled machine um, right now in college football. Uh, they're losing their quarterback, but do you think? And yeah, do you think uh, they are they control college football now? Do you see this being? a true dynasty unlike we've seen in almost a century? Uh, I wouldn't go that far. I think your analogy or your description of saying they're the wellest oiled machine yeah. I think is fair. Uh, they are, right? They've, they're back-to-back national champs, and they're humming. Uh, Alabama's got the best recruiting class in the country coming in. Um, they got to replace Bryce Young and Will Henderson and Jameer Gibbs. They got to replace a lot there. And, you know, I thought it was eye-opening, even though they – absolutely hammered Kansas State in the bowl game and their two losses came by you know a last second field goal to Tennessee and a you know a a two-point conversion by LSU I felt like they didn't have the playmakers that they normally have out wide but I will never never bury Alabama because it it was kind of like the Patriots when they had their lull 
uh, there for a little bit, and then they just started winning championships again. You know, in the middle part of the of the Brady Belichick era. So, you know, it's going to be a fascinating year. You look at some of these all too early top twenty fives. I think LSU is going to be really good. Um, Florida State's going to be really good. Uh, Ohio State. You know, the, some of the usual suspects. But I'll, I'll say this about you know uh, Georgia. Um, the SEC made them cancel their their game mm-hmm. against Oklahoma, so their non conference schedule is is this gauntlet of UT Martin, Ball State, the Trent Dilfers of UAB, and Georgia Tech. So, ooh, scary. I mean, it is. Uh, I'd be fascinated to see what their win total is in Vegas. You know, it'll probably be. 11, 11 and a half. Uh, they do go on the road to Neyland Stadium, you know, last game of the season. Uh, last, uh, conference last conference game of the game, se- yeah. conference game of the season. So that'll be interesting. Um, they flipped, so they flipped their Auburn game and Tennessee game, where it used to be they'd play Auburn, you know, right towards the end of the year. They moved that one up. Like, it's entirely possible that they don't lose a game. Like, they're not even, it's entirely possible their point spread's not within a touchdown until November. Yeah. No, that's fair. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that. You know, um, Devin Leary's going to Kentucky, uh, but they have to go to Athens. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's tough to envision. I mean, who's the starting quarterback for Florida? Are they really rolling out Graham Mertz? Are they going to go with that five-star freshman they got? There's a lot of questions. I mean, I just, you know, the betting market has them around 3-1 to one to win the national title. I mean, good Lord. I mean, 365 days in there, 3-1 to one favor, or th- just only 3-1 to one to win the title. So, I've just... Can, never... can you put that into context for people? Because, like, typically, what the way too early favorites, what five or six to one? Yeah, college football is always a little different. You know, uh, in college basketball, you're usually like the the favorites, like seven or eight to one. You know, at this time of the year, following a championship, um, I think that's what UNC was. You know, heading into this year, obviously those odds have shifted because mm-hmm. they're not playing very well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, the transfer portal is wrapping up round one, but then we'll have a whole new session come in the spring, and that's the time, if I remember correctly, when Jordan Addison ultimately went to USC. So there could be some big dominoes to fall, you know, because is Alabama and is Georgia really just going to roll with, like, a next-man-up mentality, or are they going to say, you know what, let's go see who we can get? You know, in, in the transfer portal, let's see if we could poach some people. So, there's a there's a lot. I bet uh, to, I'll uh, say this here. I bet Carson Beck is Georgia's starting quarterback next year. Because think about it, what the thing that makes what say what Kirby just did so ridiculous is he didn't have anyone from the transfer portal on the team. I mean, they have a few guys, but like, but really, what it is is he proved like y'all said we can't do it with game managers at quarterback anymore. Yeah, I just did it now with Alabama. Where that's where it becomes interesting. So Ty Simpson. It was the highest rated guy from last year. But I mean, I I would suspect I think they'll try to get in the portal, but I mean at this point, like who who's else, that who's, who's available? I think that's what people are missing about the portal. I think we might have the last two years, the portal became over overvalued because so many guys were in there because of so many misidentifications because of COVID. Like now you kind of know what's in there. You know what I mean? Unless they can convince, you know, I mean, Drake May. Drake May, but Drake May is a legacy at, at North Carolina. He's put out a pretty strong statement saying he's not going anywhere. Or was that a make your best offer? 
Was that you know what I mean? I mean, I'll say this: college football is ruthless, and they ain't gonna stop. I mean, they ain't gonna stop trying to get them. So, um, I mean, that that changes the the ball game. But yeah, I mean, all the big name quarterbacks have either decided to go back to where they came from, or you know, Devin Leary's at Kentucky, Sam Hartman's at Notre Dame, um, you know, Brendan Armstrong's at NC State. I mean, and none of those guys, I think, there's a reason that they're not at an SEC school. They, they probably didn't want them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm always hesitant to, to crown somebody. And, you know, I, I'll say this, you know, we all watched the last dance, right? Oh yeah. There was nothing else to watch at that point in time. Exactly. In uh, we, we pre, we post gamed it like yes. it was an actual sporting yes. event. Um, we had breakdowns <laughs> that championship, which I know was his six, but it was the second, you know, three Pete. I mean, that was grueling, and they, they didn't think they were going to get it. Now, they ultimately did, uh, and, and Michael Jordan had, was on that team and Scottie Pippen, et cetera, but it's hard, man. I mean, it, it's it's nearly, it seems like impossible to win the Heisman Trophy back-to-back years. So, I mean, Caleb Williams will, will be the favorite. He won't win it. Um, and here we go again with uh, with Georgia. But that was really, I mean, that is such an incredible feat that they pulled off this year. You stay hungry you know, lose 15 guys to the pros. Five first-rounders. I mean, you lost the number one overall pick. You lost – and you lost five first-rounders and the Kobe Dean, who was, the like, the the quarterback of the defense. And yet, here they are again. They won it. They're 15-0. They're unblemished. Uh, they won the SEC championship by 20. They won the national championship by 58. They won their season opener kickoff classic against a top 25 team by 46. I mean, it's just comical when you think back at some of the biggest performances, biggest games of their season. Now, I know they didn't play Alabama, but I mean, they that played, wasn't their fault. That was Alabama's. Right. And, and they played Tennessee when Tennessee was number one in the country and led 24 to six at halftime. Tim, we appreciate it, man. Thanks so much. Gents, as always, appreciate it, guys. That's Tim Murray from VSIN Sports. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, 